Welcome to 15 Minute Theatre, the only review show that squeezes a whole production into 900 seconds. The date is Wednesday the 13th of December 2017 and we've just been to see The Box of Delights. Open the house. James. Hi, I'm Vicky. How you doing, Vicky? I've still got this stupid throat. Oh. Though one of our listeners said it's, it was husky and sexy, so actually maybe it's not quite as bad as I first thought. I suppose it's how you interpret it. <laughs> My mum told me it was sexy, which I didn't feel quite right about. <laughs> bit weird. A little bit weird, bit weird, yeah. How are you doing? I'm very good. Can I be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas? Yeah, you actually can. Oh, no, you can't. I've already been wished a Merry Christmas. Can I be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas? Yes, you can. Brilliant. Merry Christmas. Now, talking of Christmas, we've just been to see the Box of Delights. It's absolutely seamless, Link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have just been to see the Box of Delights. So we're pumped up full of festive fun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me give you a bit of information about it. In fact, do you want to give us a bit of information? No, you do I'll it. do it. Because let me save my voice for the important bits. Okay, so it's, it was directed by Justin Aldebert. Yeah. Written by John Macefield. But isn't it like based on a play, a yeah. book by John Macefield? But I don't I think John Macefield actually wrote these No, but I couldn't, I couldn't find who adapted the script. Okay, fine. Um, notable actress Matthew Kelly of... At the Matthew Kelly fame. Stars in Your Eyes. Yeah. And Alistair Toovey. Um, who played Kay Harker, and it was at the amazing Wilton's Music Hall. Beautiful venue, yeah. it's run until early January 2018. Yeah. All right, so before we get into it... Yeah. Wilton's Music Hall. It's one of the most beautiful venues. It was the first time you'd been there, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I was blown away. So it's in East London. It's in the East End, <laughs> yeah. Old apples and pears. The at- atmospheric East End of Dickens' time. Yeah, there was a Jack the Ripper museum right next to it. Was there? Yeah. I didn't notice that. I nearly went in, but I went for Chinese and stuff. Um, but it genuinely, it is very atmospheric. It's a very beautiful building. Um, if you haven't been there before, you can just go and have a drink in the bar, I think. So you can go and have check it out without actually having to go and see a play or whatever else might be on there. Um, but yeah, it's a really, really lovely venue. I'd say one of my favourites. Brilliant. Yeah. So come on, Vicky, give us a synopsis. What is a, what was the Box of Delights all about? Okay, if if you haven't read the book, which is a children's classic, and you haven't seen the eighties TV dramatisation, which I believe we mentioned last time, we've both seen many, yeah. many times. Um, it's it is about a boy who goes home for the Christmas holidays and he has an adventure. He meets an old guy who's got a magic box who gives it to him for safekeeping and an evil man is trying to steal the box. So Abner Brown. Abner Brown. Um, so Kay Harker, this boy, has to uh, sort of protect it and save some people from harm. So that's essentially the synopsis, isn't it? It's very magical, isn't it? Yeah. I thought the venue and the setting, I mean, they really pulled out Christmas. It, it, it was very Victorian Christmas-like. The setting was perfect. There was a big Christmas tree. Um, I mean, the building's sort of quite romantic and lovely anyway, yeah. isn't it? 
Um, there was mulled wine. There was a sort of the aroma of mulled wine in the air. And it, it wasn't a musical, but they certainly had bits of music and said so they had the odd bit of a carol, which they was started, so beautiful. Well, they started with a song, didn't they? They opened with a song. Was it Slade? <laughs> no. The guy who played Kay Harker sang a song. He did. Which was a, a bit odd. But it had it had words from the book in it, but the words that his character didn't actually say. Yeah, because I mentioned the point. I I have read the book and I've <laughs> we've seen the <laughs> have seen the TV series so many times. We're sort of quite aficionados. I can't even speak aficionados on this. Aficionados. Yeah. Do you like ham at Christmas, Vicky? Do I like what Christmas? Ham. Ham. Do you have a ham at Christmas? No. Because have... I thought this was filled with ham. It was a spam. Very, it, was, it was a spammy hammy performance. It was a spammy hammy performance, wasn't it? Which was a bit disappointing. What did you find particularly spammy hammy about it? Well, tonight, Matthew, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be. I'm going to be Cole Hawkins. Hawlings. I can't well, believe you don't know that after all these years. Basically, Matthew Kelly, bless him. I think he thought he was in Panto. This is the thing. I I feel like the show was very much. It would appeal to children. It was very <laughs> yeah, over the top. It's not really aimed at. Our yeah, age group, is it, it was quite over the top. It was a bit panto, wasn't it? And things. We were sat right on the front row, and we were maybe a little bit too close. I'd say maybe go about halfway back. Yeah. Because the magic was not magic. <laughs> well, <laughs> From where we, we could were see sitting. everything. Yeah. So, for example, they kind of went in and out through wardrobes. Yeah, which I had a problem with, because I feel that's Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, not the Box of Lights. Absolutely. They should have been going in and out of boxes. Yeah. Or wardrobes. <laughs> but also, we could really quite... I mean, they didn't try to hide these things, but I could see the people pushing the wardrobes and moving them back all the time, and that was annoying. Yeah, it's quite a small stage, isn't it? And it was quite a small cast, and all the cast were stagehands, as well as playing multiple parts... Everyone sort of had a go at everything, didn't they? Mm. Um, which I think was fine. Yeah. I mean, and, look, it was hard because the other thing is we know that story inside out, or certainly the BBC adaptation of it. Yeah. So every time it kind of hit the nail on the head with the story, so it had a few quotable lines. They did pull out some of the classic TV lines, didn't they? Yeah, like getting scrobbled. Yeah, but also I feel like they took massive liberties with yeah. plot. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who is familiar with the TV show, but it de- it wasn't my box of delights. No. It was up to a point, and then there was like a twist, which was like, hold on a minute, that's not it, that's not how it works, that's not- come on, come on. It was more of a box of, hmm. <laughs> Schmalites. <laughs> <laughs> What's that my lights? Um, but there were, but uh, there were some things that they did really well, like the dog. There's a dog in it. There's some other bits and bobs where they had used puppets, which I thought they did really well. The puppets looked great. Their puppets were really good. Yeah. And little things like when they showed the flying car, they did that through puppetry, and that was quite nice. Yeah, and um, projections. There would have been a lot of projections in the stuff we've seen recently. <laughs> projections weren't quite as strong as some that we've seen before like you said I think this would have worked really well for children yeah but looking around the audience they were all 40 somethings 30 40 somethings really were they I think probably a lot of people went to see it for the same reasons as us that they remember, they remember the, sh- the TV show yeah um, one thing that um, I feel I should point out that they did really 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 well yeah. was the programme mm. the programme's brilliant they, they've basically done the Tatchester time so Tatchester is the local town 
uh, to where it's set. And they've done the Tatches of Times from Tuesday the 20th of December 1938, which is when it's set. Yeah. And they've got all like adverts for businesses of the time. That and wonderful, hopeful time just before the Second World War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they've really put a lot of references from the book and the TV programme in it. And they've done it. It's, it's really, really, really well done. I think if they'd spent as much time on the production as they did on the programme, we'd be laughing now. Whoever made the programme should have directed the show. <laughs> I don't know whether the directing is their skill set, but they should maybe develop that a bit. But we don't, let's not be too harsh on it. All right, let's... let's no, it. no, no. Because, I mean, it, it was enjoyable in its own way. It, I, I wonder whether if, if, if we didn't know it so well, whether we would have enjoyed it more. I think we both were a little bit disappointed because it didn't live up to our expectations. I'm like that whenever I go and see Shakespeare. Because <laughs> you're so familiar. I, I know Shakespeare back to front, so yeah, you know they've got to line out all the rhythms wrong, the amb- iambic pentapeter, I am just blown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's just focus on the performances. Just quickly, again, with Matthew Kelly, he played two parts. He played two parts. Both quite similar. Both. <laughs> just one without a beard. Of the school of overacting. <laughs> we got bigger, his acting got yeah. bigger and bigger. Oh, do you know who he reminded me of? Go on. I'm really bad with, with the names. You know the League of Gentlemen? Yeah. One of the League of Gentlemen. One of the ones that, you know the shop, you know the two shop, shopkeepers, the local shop for and local people? Tubbs. Yeah, the lady one, Tubbs. <laughs> <laughs> when he played the bad guy, he really reminded me of, not Tubbs, but the guy, what's his name? Steve Pemberton. Yeah, that guy, he really reminded me of Steve Pemberton. He was like, he kept rolling his eyes. <laughs> I think he was wearing eyeliner as well. I think, yeah, Didn't I look think, quite yeah. right. When, when Steve Pemberton plays someone like Pop in the League of Dread. Yeah. Yeah, my son, come on. What do you do with the damn bar? What sort of accent is that? It's, it's, it's someone that he does. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Perfect. <laughs> in um, yeah, but without that accent. I d- it was just a bit, it was a bit much, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was having a nice time. You can see he was enjoying himself. Anyway, right, what about Pip? Uh, Kay. <laughs> Who are you talking about, Pip? Who's Pip? It's quite a great um, Kay was was fine. He was he was pretty good. Was he good. was one of the stronger ones. But again, he was quite young, and he was. I wouldn't say he was overacting, but he, he was, wasn't as young as the character should be. <laughs> twelve. No, he wasn't twelve. He's not. He's a. T- he's like. He's definitely younger than 15, isn't he? He's like maybe like 13, 14, the character. He could still be a quiet boy. I'd say maybe like 13. Yeah. He's not old, is he? No. And, I mean, real-life Kay is an adult. The guy who played him, he's an adult. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But so he's not adult. that young. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but he was all right. Yeah, um, he was yeah, he was all right. I quite like Miss Caroline Louisa. She also oh, played... Oh, no, she really irritated Walter. me. I did not like her. She had a real thing when she... So she also played two characters. Yeah. She played... Uh, Caroline Louise of the Kay's Guardian. They two characters, don't they? Really? No, not Kay didn't. Oh, not Kay. Uh, and she also played uh, Sylvia Pouncer, the wife of the bad guy. And when she when she was Caroline Louise, she just kept wringing her hands, like constantly wringing her hands. The point where I was getting really annoyed. <laughs> well, that, maybe that's her ca- evil character trait. No, that was the good character. Oh right, yeah. good mm. characters don't wring their hands. No, what they, they what's she wringing? What's she wringing her hands about? I need to correct you, you said that Kay didn't play two parts. Oh. He played Kay, he yeah. also played Little Kay. <laughs> yeah, Puppet <laughs> Kay. Little Puppet of Kay. I liked Puppet Kay, he was pretty cool. He was a good actor. Yeah, it was a bit wooden. <laughs> 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 All right, okay, well listen, um, we've got to move on because this is 15 minute theatre. And, and we keep overrunning. <laughs> so, the script. 
delightful? Well, it, it, it had a lot of it had a lot of words what were used in uh, the TV programme which we keep banging on about and then there was a bit of whelping every time that happened from the audience yeah there were definitely a lot of fans <laughs> in the audience who were very familiar with it it was a bit like again kind of going back to Shakespeare you know when you're going to see like a comedy with Shakespeare yeah. and you've got people in the audience who laugh at the clever jokes because they understand they, they had really tried they really tried to play for laughs didn't they yeah in quite a lot of it which is not particularly ha ha funny story is it you can't you have to take the story itself seriously yeah because it's, it's kind of postmodern the reason we laugh at it yeah you know, isn't that the purple pin you know yeah but well, if you're playing it for laughs it doesn't it quite was pan- work it was definitely it was panto, panto, wasn't it? Yeah. but yeah as I said before they definitely took a liberty with the story as far as I know I need to reread the book because the book is a bit different to the TV programme but um, the script went way off piece in my mind <laughs> Libby, flipping Libby. It did, it did. All right, what about the lighting and sound? Um, sound was pretty good. That was, yeah. that was quite atmospheric. Um, there was a bit where the speakers went a bit... Yeah, and also there was a bit when she was playing the piano and I don't know if she was doing it right. <laughs> Have you not seen someone play the piano before? <laughs> no, but she seemed to be hitting the notes at the wrong point when I think she was singing... Beautiful. <laughs> Do you mean that they weren't singing in time to the music? Yeah. Well, maybe she couldn't hear it properly. Maybe. Well, I'm, de- I know, I'm but defending that's not, her. Yeah, that's surely. That's oh, there were some nice. Theater. There were some nice songs in it. Actually, wasn't the there? music was beautiful. Just some lovely carols. I liked. I forget the wardrobes. Yeah. I liked the stages. Oh, so the wardrobes they used basically as entry points, so they would come in and out, exit. Well, they used them for everything. Yeah. I think it was very, they were overused. There were too many, too many wardrobes. Yeah, but I quite like they had ladders on the side. They, you know, did all the levels and stuff. Yeah, like are we talk, that. Are we moved on to the set. We're we talking about the set. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was fine with the set. I think they used it pretty well. Yeah, when they were trying to recreate things, so there's a bit at the end where they're recreating like water, and they yeah. use a blue sheet, and it suddenly kind of got a little bit. 80s interpretive dance for me. They <laughs> <laughs> were kind of floating about. And I just couldn't take it seriously. I know, we're, I know we're not supposed to take it too seriously, but I couldn't take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I had quite as much of a problem with it as you did. All right. Have you got any standout moments? Oh, I don't know whether I do, you know. I'll tell you what mine was. Okay, I'll go on them. The Phoenix. So oh, it's yeah. a puppetry moment, and it was beautiful. I have to say it was beautiful. Yeah, because it's weird, because in the... Harking back again to the TV programme, which I've mentioned five million times already, the bit... They do that with an animation, which is quite dated. Yeah. It's not that great. It's not one of the best bits. So they've, they've really turned it around for the play, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. But on the flip side of that, and I don't know if this is from the book or not, but Kay's backstory certainly has a dark twist, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't. I feel that that they've massively elaborated on that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And that left a bad taste in my mouth. Okay, I don't know. We need to read the book again. It wasn't just the mulled wine. I thought you said the mulled wine was nice. Was beautiful. Wilson's mulled wine. So great, you have... great, <laughs> great review. So you haven't got to stand that moment. So... I like the singing. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Stand that moment. All right. Except they didn't sing at the end, did they? No, that was disappointing. Yeah. I felt they should have done a rousing chorus or something with a sing along, perhaps. I agree. Yes, because <laughs> they have the worst wish. We wish you, we wish you a merry Christmas <laughs> in the in the in the, the, the programme. Yeah, I'm half cut. 
All right. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll do the scores. All right? Okay. Fine with me. Okay, so we're back, and before we get onto the scores, we're going to do our water feature. What are you talking about? It's very exciting. Have <laughs> you noticed what I did that time? I you... put your title and my title together. It was a collaboration of really excellent <laughs> titles. <laughs> so, um, how much was the water, Vicky? Well, I can tell you that a bottle of water was £2, but you there was free tap water available on bar... And I'm sure in most of these cities you can get free tap water, but it was there ready it's and waiting a, for you. It's legal requirement. So you could, I mean, essentially you can have it for free. But, but that's not what we're judging. We're going to go for the one we paid, so it's two yep, quid. It was, which yep. is pretty good. That puts it second on our leaderboard. The only one beating it so far is a young Vic. The trendy young Vic. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Okay, so the all-important scores. The all-important <laughs> scores, which may take us some time to work out. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting better at it. This is where the 15 minutes overruns, isn't it? It's your math. <laughs> My math skills. All right, shall I start this week? Yeah. Okay, so performances. I don't... I, I, it's Christmas, so I don't want to be too harsh. But I'm going to give them a four. No, I'm going to... No, that is harsh. I'm going to give them a six. Okay. I'm going to give them a six because they all tried really hard. Yeah. And they, you know... Some were better than others, weren't they? Yeah. I didn't like all of them. <laughs> I'm not going to lie but if what they were aiming for was panto then they succeeded if what they were aiming for was a serious magical Christmas show then they had to feel like they didn't um, I'm going to go for six as well because that seems nice do you know what I'm going to change my score uh, because because I've gone for six no because we what we haven't we haven't mentioned Peter I played Peter, who I thought was actually very good. Peter was my favourite. Yeah, he was yeah. very good, and his lasts were coming for the right reasons. So, for Peter's sake, for Pete's sake, seven. I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, I think seven's too high. Right. But that's your call. Yeah. All right, staged and technical. It was good, but it wasn't mind blowing, you know? So, I'm going to go for six again. Okay. Some of the technical bits, like some of the puppetry was really good. Oh, yeah. But then some of it was really kind of ropey. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to have to give it a six as well. I think we were being quite nice. I don't think, I think it would have to be something pretty awful for us to give anything, (laughs) to give a really low score to. Yeah, six isn't great. It's not great, but it's not awful. It's not awful. Narrative. It's better than average. (laughs) Okay, well, look, I love this story. And there were lots of elements that I did love, but I will have to knock it, mark it down a little <laughs> bit because it kind of went off piste, as you were saying earlier with the story. Yeah, yeah. But I am going to give it an eight. Really? Because I... it, right, imagine you hadn't seen the BBC adaptation 20 times. Or read the book. Or read the book. But I have. Okay. And so I've... Imagine you haven't. Yeah, I can't imagine I haven't because I have. <laughs> and I... I mean, the the story is a really wonderful story, but I feel like they there were elements that they missed that I felt it lacked, and then they just changed a bit of it. It wasn't quite satisfactory for me, so I'm going to go for six again. Right. Crikey. Originality. I don't really know how to judge it on this. What do you, what do you think? Unfortunately, it wasn't original, and the original bits 
for me, didn't work. The, the bits where they were quite faithful to the TV adaptation weren't better. Yeah. So I'm going to have to give it a five, I think. I'm going to go for a six again. <laughs> Straight sixes. <laughs> like Satan's daughter. I couldn't leave it at three sixes because that would be unlucky. To go for four. And was it worth it? Do you know what? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think if you have kids, this would be a really fun... To take them to a Saturday matinee would be a really fun thing for them. Yeah. I wouldn't sit on the front row. Yeah, absolutely. That might have really I'd appeased it I'd sit a few rows back, but I would say to people to go and see it. I would say don't expect it to, to be your childhood dream, but go and see it. <laughs> are, are our childhood dreams dashed? Yeah. I don't know. So what are you giving it? Um, seven. All right, so I'm going to work out the scores. Okay. <laughs> Lightning fast. And um, do you want to talk about um, what we're going to see next time? When James says lightning fast, I don't think that's actually what he means. I think he means like snowstorm slow. <laughs> um, so the next thing we're going to see, um, unless something crops up in between, is Romantics Anonymous at the Globe, which has been playing for a while, but for some reason we haven't seen it. Um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing it. I think we see it just before the end of the run, but we will still review it anyway. Yeah. Because I'm sure all of you want to hear our voices. And it'll be nice to clean our palate after the sickly smell of Christmas. Um, y- sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you think that's going to do that, then yeah, really? why not? All right, well, I've worked it out. Okay, what have you worked it out as? Okay, well, I worked it out as 64 out of 100. Yeah. Which means it gets... 32%, which means it gets a five-star rating of 3.2. I, I'm not sure your the explanation of that is entirely correct. But I think the logic is. I yeah, think the but end I point, think the end point is correct. I, I just don't, I'm not going to show my working. Don't show your workings again. You have to show your workings, yeah. but don't show them again. <laughs> okay, so... So it's got 3.2. Which puts it joint... Last place on our leaderboard with wings. With wings, which, as you know, I fell asleep in, so that's not a great indication. <laughs> um, but I would go and see it over wings. But, but no, you can't see wings, ex- wings is finished. <laughs> yeah, but you'd actually see it exactly the same as wings, because you go with exactly the same rating. I know, it's, it's only because of uh, Julia Stevenson was like fantastic for wings. Anyway... Do you hear that sound, Vicky? I do hear that sound, yes. It's the Christmas Theatre Bell. Oh, I love the Christmas Theatre Bell. Which means we're out of time. But before we go... Yes. I want to just put an appeal out. If you like listening to our podcast, please rate us and review us on iTunes or, and subscribe. It really does help. If you don't like us, just... Just, just leave it blank. Just <laughs> leave that space blank. Move on, move on. Yeah, don't worry. Just don't listen again, it's fine. Oh, well, Merry Christmas, Vicky. Merry Christmas, James. Um, and I hope you have a good good one. I hope you do too, and a Happy New Year, everyone. And um, we should be back early January. 2018. Yeah, God. So the curtain's down, the theatre's dark, and that was 15-minute theatre. Good night, Merry Christmas. Good night, and Happy New Year.